Hey everybody, we want to welcome you to the interview that makes a difference, number five. We're entitling it again, Nonstop Mom with Carlita Richards. Hello. <laughs> she's with me. I'm so excited today that she's she's with me, Carlita. You ladies and anyone else who watches us, you are going to be, I think, inspired, Carlita, by what, what the Lord's done on the inside of your life and even on the outside of your life. But before we uh, talk to her a little bit about her life and the things that she would like to share with you today, she has a scriptural theme, and it's going to be the theme of this particular broadcast. It's Psalm uh, 27, verse 4, and it talks about, David's talking about he wants to dwell in the temple of the Lord, and uh, daily, on a daily basis. And I know that's your, your heartbeat, that's your, your footing in your life, uh, spiritually, shall we say. And so the temple in that particular scripture is is talking about the temple of Gideon and also um, it was a sanctuary that the temple was a sanctuary that was built to hold the Ark of the Covenant and so the purpose of that Ark of the Covenant and as well as what David was saying in that particular verse was he wanted to be in the presence of the God every day who who Carlita wouldn't want to be wouldn't want that yes and so ladies that's that's our uh, one of our goals today we want you to hunger and thirst regardless of everything that has come against us with the global pandemic and lots of people sick lots of financial things going on in the world today but but there's a secret that we don't want to lose and it's our hunger to be in the presence of God and so I thank you for that scripture but you know what Carlita you want to tell tell everybody today who are you who is Carlita Richards okay so Carlita Richards <laughs> I mean that's a tough question uh, I'm a mother of three wife to one husband. I'm an extrovert. I'm an optimist. I am adventurous. I love to do new things. Let's see. I'm a social worker by profession. I'm a born again believer in Jesus Christ. I'm a worshiper. I love to worship. And the one thing about Carlita is, thank you, thank you for all of that. You're going to find out a little bit more about her. But if you ever join us at Central Assembly of God, um, you can always see Carlita worshiping the Lord with her hands held high. And she's moving with the music. And, and it really does say a lot about Psalm 27, verse yes. 4. When she's dwelling in the temple of God, where the presence of God is, yes. that's, that's your sweet spot. Yes, I call I call that verse my one thing, just like uh, Solomon when God asked, you know, ask him, what would you ask of me? That would be my one thing that I would ask the Lord for, for me to dwell in his presence daily. And he says to gaze. When he says to gaze there for me is to stay. When you gaze at something and you look at it longingly, you stand in awe. So for me, I want to be able to be in God's presence daily and never never to lose the awe, to stand in awe of his glory and his honor. So absolutely. Mm -hmm. And so she, Carlita, our nonstop mom today, she's challenging each of you, wherever you're at on that particular piece, ask God to increase that hunger because you can even ask her, look her up and get with her on Facebook, see her at Central Assembly of God, and she can let you know in person what your secret is. Because I see that in your life all the time. And every time I'm worshiping, it makes me smile and it makes me want to press in. So, Carlita, there's some other things that I'm sure our, our viewers would love to know about you. Could you let us know what your favorite food is? I would have to say my favorite food is salmon. Anything green is good, too. <laughs> What's your favorite worship song? My favorite worship song, I have so many, and it was hard for me to uh, narrow it down to one, but I have to say 
Dance With Me by Kim Walker-Smith. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, thank song. you for that. Now, when you were saying about salmon is your favorite food, just a little trivia information, which I know you're going to want to know. Do you do it baked? Do you do it fried? Do you do it barbecued? How do you make your salmon? It doesn't matter how I generally will bake it, but it doesn't matter how I do it. I love it. So, okay, so baking it. is, is yes. yeah. Okay, I like it baked too. Yes. So how, how would you mind telling us about your marriage proposal and how you met, number one, how you met your sweet husband and just a little bit about how he proposed to you or did you propose to him? Okay, that's interesting. <laughs> so Stefan and I met uh, in church. So if you ask Stefan, um, he first saw me. I was singing on the youth choir at the time. I was 16 at the time. He saw me. I, I didn't notice him, and so uh, according to Stefan, um, he walked into the church, he noticed this girl on the choir, and he said, the Lord told him, that's your wife. The Lord did not tell me that. <laughs> that's, that's the interesting part, because after singing, I came down, and he wanted to talk to me, and I pretty much asked him, who are you? And pretty much that was it for the next probably two months, he pursued me, I told him, not interested, you're not it, no thank you. But of course, you know, he kept pursuing. Um, we dated pretty much for two years and we broke up. We went our separate ways for about for the next 10 years. So wow. our story is very similar to, I'm not sure if you know The Notebook, the, the movie the, the Notebook. Mm -hmm. Yes, we, uh, we separated for a very long time and, you know, God was gracious enough to um, get us back together. So once we got back together, it really wasn't a matter of, will you marry me? It really was, when will you marry me? Aww. So it really wasn't a formal, traditional mm -hmm. proposal. It really was, listen, we know that we've been searching for each other all our lives. That's and sweet. Now, I'm not going to let you get away again. So it's, when are you going to marry me? Aww. So it really wasn't a formal, down on your knees type of thing. It's, uh, yeah, we need to get married. So, so your husband was saying to you, "When are yes. we going to get married?" Yes. And I know he's, ladies, he's he's a sweetheart, and that's a sweet love story. And the neat thing about it is, he, her husband, uh, always says to me, "You know, Pastor Amy, that's my queen." <laughs> and so, all of our viewers, we we want you to know that this nonstop mom, Carlina Richards, her husband says regularly, "That's his queen," meaning she means the whole world to him. And so. That I think that's that's a sweet, sweet love story, and also it kind of goes to your adventuresome side because what yes. an adventure, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell us, tell us a little bit about. Thank you for telling us about your love story. Oh, it's sweet, isn't it, ladies, guys, whoever? Um, you could have a tip how you pursue whatever whatever guy or lady that uh, could be in your life. But Carlina, tell us about your kids. You have you have children as well, right? Yes. I have three kids. Um, Matthew, which, are, which is our firstborn. I call Matthew our trial and error child. Uh, we didn't know how to be parents, so we tried it, and if it's not, it didn't work, we're not trying on the other two. And so Matthew um, is now 21. Um, he's out of the house. He lives in Florida. Uh, Matthew is a sweet soul. He is uh, pretty laid back, you know, pretty good kid. I mean, he struggled in school, and you know, there there were times when we thought, you know, what we were doing wrong, you know, but God was really gracious, you know, to give us the grace to be able to um, to raise Matthew. Uh, Matthew's passion is music, and so he's pursuing um, that right now. Our middle child, um, Stefan, he is 14. Uh, Stefan is very competitive, he's pretty laid back. Um, if it has if it's anything to do with winning or losing, that's your guy. He is very competitive, but a sweet kid. Um, Samantha <laughs> is my only girl, and she is like me. She is uh, the firecracker. 
<laughs> yes. She's outspoken. She is caring. She loves to love. Samantha is. She does. She is very mm -hmm. caring and she loves to give. She loves to hug. She just a uh, loving child. She and, really is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, she has a wonderful family as well. And, and you'll be able to see the picture on the screen. And so you can see what she's talking about. And, you know, I thank God for each of you. Each, each person in your family is, you know, they've touched my life personally. And they've been, been a huge blessing uh, to, to the ministry here at Central Assembly of God. So, so you'll have to get to know them if you attend here or if you ever do attend here. Check them out. They're, they're wonderful and adventuresome, right? So describe in your own words to us a week in the life of your non-stop mom. You're jiggling a bunch of different balls. So could you let us know how do you manage all of this? So um, thanks to COVID, um, my schedule has drastically <laughs> changed in the last eight months. Um, prior to COVID, I drove an hour and a half one way to work. Um, so in the last seven months, now I work in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> So I work nine to five um, in front of a computer screen in my pajamas, and if I do have a meeting, wait, wait, I... wait, 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 wait! I just want to know: Do you wear pink fluffy slippers while you're working? They're not pink, but they're pretty fluffy. Okay, yes. get if... the picture, everybody. So if I have a meeting, and you know, most days I don't, but sometimes I have meetings and I have to turn my camera on, so I dress from here to here, and I usually can't yeah. get up because I have pajamas yeah. on on the bottom and fluffy socks. So if we, if I have to move, I turn my camera off so I can move. So... She doesn't have pink fluffy slippers on today, but if you. Think about her during the week. Hey, she got them on. Today, she got shoes on. Okay. So, uh, well, during COVID, I work up at 9 to 5 in my basement. Um, the kids are at home with me doing their online schooling. They're pretty independent, so I don't generally have to look in on them too much. Um, you know, they do their own lunches, but um, they still have extracurricular activity, not as much as they did pre-COVID, mm -hmm. but we still have to um, get them to where they need to go when they need to get there. Uh, we have, you know, ministry responsibility here at church. So on the weekends, you know, we we pretty much try to, you know, purpose our weekends, you know, strategically. Stefan sometimes work on the weekends, so I'm home by myself. So it's the chores, it's, you know, the shopping, the getting everything ready for Sunday. Pretty much my Sunday looks like I am here most of the day because I have church in the morning and then I have mission it's in the afternoon I come back for. Right. And in between that, you know, it's the cooking and getting ready to come back. So it's a pretty busy week. But um, thanks to COVID, it is not as busy as it generally is. Yeah. So, yeah. well, consider. Thank you for that. And that's a, that's a pretty busy week. And I know a lot of us are really, really busy as well. And and you you do it exceptionally well. You really do. But on that note, would you let us know? Would you paint a picture for us about your woman's heart concerning? your mothering, and then concerning the ministries you were telling us about. She's involved in a lot of things here at church. She ministers to, to women, to children, to, to the church in general, and has for several years, no matter how busy she is with, with other stuff. I can always count on Carlita, but I know that the church family can count on her well. She's, she's a lady of uh, a drive. You have a lot of drive, a lot of energy. You're a hard worker, and also she has integrity. If she says you can count on her, I can always count on you. But noticing, saying that and being that busy, how would you paint a picture for us that call on your woman's heart for ministry and also to be a mom? So I think my, um, being a mother is a pretty high calling. I mean, yes, it doesn't seem like it when you're in the trenches, the day-to-day -day, you know, life of um, being a mother, when you're you know, changing the diapers and making lunch and you're trying to juggle everything and cleaning up you know, that vomit at 2 a.m. in the morning. It doesn't seem like it's the, the glorified calling, but... 
And I think <laughs> it is the highest calling because when I think about it, you know, we could be raising pretty much the next Pastor Cole, who's the next Pastor Amy, mm -hmm. you know, the next Jonathan Shuttlesworth. We, we are tasked, God has tasked us with the responsibility of raising up our children, you know, so he can use them for the, um, the next generation in ministry and, and really, and even in our secular world, you know, the next doctor, the next heart surgeon. So, yes, it is a high calling. And, you know, for me, pre-COVID and, you know, years before, you know, I struggled with, you know, just balancing my life. You know, pre-COVID, I work an hour and, an and, hour and, from and a half from away. And I work, nine, you know, generally nine to five. But I would leave, you know, the house. I get the kids, you know, going in the morning. But I, by the time I get home from work, it's seven, eight o'clock. So, I mean, think about that. You know, sometimes... There were many nights I did not see my kids until yeah. the next day. So right. it was 24 hours before I even saw them because by the time I got home, they were already in bed. And honestly, that, you know, truly bothered me for some time. Mm -hmm. You know, they would call me dad instead of mom because, you know, Stefan was home most of the time in the afternoons with them. And yes, it did, you know, bother me for a long time. But I know that God has called me to be, you know, where I am and to do what I am with the children. So, you know, I answered that call. And as far as ministry is concerned, I love to serve. I really do love to serve. It's, mm -hmm. it's my heart. I love to serve in, in the church. I don't need, it does, I don't have to have a position to serve. I just honor the Lord with my time mm -hmm. and in ministry. And you do an incredible job, Carlita. Thank you. And I think, ladies and, and guys, too, I think what she's trying to say is you have to do the best you can with each season of life and the setting that you find yourself in. She's, she knows, I know you're grateful for your job, the social work yes. job, and God has blessed her, and she's able to make a huge difference in people's lives there. And, and you know, he's worked it out most of the time with her husband. He can adjust his schedule, and you yes. work together, which, which that's the, a good thing in families. We need to work together and not get bogged down in certain frames. Everything has to be certain ways, but we do the best we can with where we're at, and we flex and so I think that's what she's trying to say. And wherever you're at, and whatever your story looks like or your life looks like, just do the best you can and, and make your children a priority. And she has done that. She, she was able to do it in the morning, but not at night. And then now you're able to do it all, all, all day, day long. All day long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, all day long, people. That's all day. And so, and the same thing with ministry, um, ministry outside of the home. It's, it's the heart of serving. We're serving the Lord and we're serving with each other. And really, that's all it is. It's not, it's good when we say thank you and we have titles, but it's serving the Lord and making his kingdom grow. And so, Carlita, um, how, how would you impact the world? How would you like to let them know you want to impact the world and maybe how challenge them how they would impact the world? I would say, let's start with your family. I mean, you know, like I said, your, our family is our ministry. Really, it's our first It starts ministry. there, yes. yes. I always, you know, say um, honor begins at home. That's, you know, my motto, honor begins at home. Mm -hmm. Because if you're not able to influence, and sometimes it seems if, you know, you're not being an influence in your family, but believe me, you're an influence to your family. So mm -hmm. whatever you do and say, know that they're watching and they are taking note. Mm -hmm. So um, you can be uh, an influence to your family, an impact to your family, to your church, to where you work. I mean, you know, what I do as a social worker, I know I'm impacting families. I've seen, you know, people, you know, adoptions. I've seen families gone back together that were broken. I've seen people who have gone to rehab who have now been, you know, been clean and they get their kids back. 
And I know that I was a part of that, and God allowed me to be a part of that. I'm, God. I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage you wherever you find yourself, whether in a secular world or you know in your church family, know that God has a plan and a purpose for your life, and He wants to use you and will use you if you avail yourself to Him to, to impact the people around you. I love that, Carlita. And, and, and one thing that, just to remind you of what she just said, is don't limit yourself to only certain worlds that God can use you. God can use you everywhere in the world and so think bigger let let the your mindset expand in the fact that uh, God will use you in every situation yes and I think it's neat the one time I remember you were working on a certain case with a family on in the social working part of your life and it was a struggle it was really hard you had to fight you had to put a lot of oomph towards it but then it all came together and there was a beautiful picture yes and so that's some of the stuff that was a great example that's what we're talking about and and this is one precious part of Carlita Richards life and I appreciate you opening that door so what in our conclusion today um, two things would you like the viewers to know anything else about you and also number two what challenge would you like to leave um, other nonstop moms or just people who are viewing us um, for the first um, part of the question I would say that um, you know people will look at my life and think it's perfect <laughs> no it's imperfectly perfect but uh, I'm so gracious that God you know is my rock and my fortress he keeps me you know stable <laughs> So, yes, you know, a lot of times I hear people say, and I wish I, you know, I were you. And that's a great thing to want to be able to be like other people. But I always tell people I, I only stand because God allows me to stand. I stand on Christ. I stand on his promises. So I don't want you to think that my life is perfect because it's not. But it's through Christ that I am able to stand each day. And also, I will, my challenge, I am a big advocate for self-care. You know, that has become such a... A taboo among especially women and mothers yeah self-care you know for us to That's take good. care of ourselves you know we feel guilty leaving our, our kids we feel guilty not doing this we feel guilty not doing that and I always say that it's like you know when you go into the when you when you're flying and you know the the flight attendant is, is showing you you know that video you have to put the mask on first before you put it on the other person right so it's a matter of taking care of you if you can't take care mm -hmm. of you you won't be able to take care of your family or your work Right. So self-care is a very important thing, and I encourage you to find some time to be with God, to be alone with yourself, and to care for yourself so you'll be able to care for your family. I love that. It could just be simply having your favorite cup of coffee, yes. your favorite cocoa. It yes. could just be simply sitting down and doing yes. that. I mean, I used to spend a Saturday locking myself in a bathroom for about three hours, and they know the bathroom door is locked. <laughs> they should not knock on the door, and I would spread towels on the floor, do my nails, you know, yeah. just, yes. Mm -hmm. It could be as simply as locking yourself in a bathroom for three hours. Yes, but do some self-care. So, ladies, as we conclude today, um, we do want, so you find something to do. We do want to ask you, if you're watching today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there is a way that you can pray that prayer and let us know that you you have accepted him we encourage you to accept him and pray the prayer uh, with us but we do want to pray Carlita I, I know you have the spirit of finishing and and of joy in your life meaning when when things have gotten hard or things have gotten easy easy for her she doesn't give up she doesn't quit you keep on plowing forward and so that's what we're going to pray right now that God will help you to keep moving forward and have the spirit of finishing and completion and joy in the journey Carlita let's pray would you let's we only have a minute let's stretch our hands out towards our 
thing. Lord, we thank you for our viewers today. I pray in Jesus' name that if people will get the spirit of finishing, they'll get the joy of the Holy Ghost and fire, and they won't give up. They will take this broadcast and be inspired and move forward and hunger to be in your presence. I pray that if there's people who don't know you or have walked away from you, that they'll say, Jesus, please forgive me. Come into my life. I believe you're the Son of God. I want to serve you. And we thank you. Carlina, one conclude with pray, uh, your prayer. Lord, I pray, O oh God, that this um, interview, Lord God, will reach into the hearts and lives of your people. Lord God, you will change, you will deliver, you will renew and set free. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for watching. God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> Bye.